Welcome to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, where we are all about supporting women over 40 to create and live a fabulous next chapter. You are in a unique generation of women, unlike any before you, with opportunities and longevity that means it's time to intentionally design your fabulous next chapter rather than just live it. That is what the Extraordinary Women magazine and podcast are all about. Let's get started. Well, Paris is still the number one location in the world for women to visit. Why is that? What is it about Paris that is so special, especially for women? Well, I think part of that allure is that we all want some of that Parisian magic, that je ne sais quoi that we notice while observing, you know, French women as we sit in the cafes. And I think much of that indescribable French magic that French women have and we all want actually boils down to mindset. French women have an appreciation and a comfort level with who they are as women, and know what is important to them. So today, we are going to talk about the Parisian woman's mindset and how the rest of us can take the bits of what we like and use it to improve our own mindsets. Now, the Extraordinary Women magazine is the go-to place for women 50-plus who want to create, design, and live a fabulous next chapter. Do you ever wonder what else you could create in your life? You know, do you ever question what's next after the kids leave the house or you retire from that corporate job? Are you ready to spend some time on yourself so that you smile when you look at yourself in the mirror? Well, that's what the Extraordinary Women magazine is all about. The magazine is free, so make sure you subscribe. There's no reason not to, right? You get tips and ideas, and you read stories of other women, women like you, who have created something that makes them excited to begin each day. Now, if you want more, and I tend to be one of those kinds of women, then you need to check out the School of Joie de Vivre, a program that really is a support for you to bring all the joy possible into this next chapter of your life. In the School of Joie de Vivre, we'll have conversations about some of the issues that are a part of this next chapter. And because I live part-time in Paris, I'll also be bringing in that French woman's mindset that we're talking about today. So go to the extraordinarywomenmagazine.com and check out the School of Joie de Vivre. So let's dive into a French woman's or a Parisian woman's mindset and talk about what's different from the typical American woman's mindset. Number one, they have relationships. And I'm talking about friendships that exist between men and women. Now, let me give you a very fun example. I have a French attorney who helped me through the entire property buying process, as well as some of the tax issues. I like this man. We have had super interesting conversations about all sorts of things over the years. He's smart. 
He has a good business head. He's funny, yet he's intense. Now, let me say up front that he is not the least interested in me as a girlfriend or as a potential date even. He has a girlfriend. And at our last meeting in his office, he shared that the girlfriend was interested in the Extraordinary Women magazine. Now, I call that pretty fabulous. But in one subsequent conversation, he invited me out for a drink at a lovely hotel near his office. I agreed, but honestly... It made me nervous for reasons I could not really identify or get get my hands around. And on the day of the rendezvous, I felt so bizarre about the whole thing that I canceled and, and made up some story that I wasn't feeling well. Something about meeting this man who I've known for a while in a hotel bar actually freaked me out. Now, a little backstory. I've been, I was married for over 20 years. And I haven't really dated since my divorce. So it's been a long while since I met a man, any man, in a bar. But ladies, my nervousness was completely off base from meeting a French male colleague or friend. Later, and I learned this the hard way because I shared my behavior with my one of my good friends, who is a Parisian, lives in Paris. And she got incredibly frustrated with me. She explained that in France, meeting a man who you have a professional relationship with or even a friendship for a drink isn't all that strange. It's actually rather normal. For the French, meeting in a cafe or a bar for a drink and good conversation isn't perceived as a prerequisite to something intimate. Yikes. That was a huge mindset shift for this American gal. Meeting a man for drinks in America at my age is rarely done. And if it is, it's arranged, you know, one of those match meetings or whatever. But it's usually perceived as something beyond friendship. So I was shocked for all the over the top sexualized culture in America. Hearing, you know, the feedback from my Parisian friend I actually felt like, you know, a Puritan who had just landed on Plymouth Rock. What's relevant here is is that we do view relationships differently between men and women in America, but maybe it's time to shift that up. I want you to think about that. At the core of my rather messy example is a comfort level with myself as a woman, all aspects of me as a woman. Now, in America, we tend to view femininity as something we need to compartmentalize, right? My previous conversations with my French attorney had all been in a work context. We had one lunch, I think, at one time, right after I closed on my apartment, where we talked about our children. That was it. The rest has all been business, economics, uh, real estate, cultural conversations. So the idea of an aperitif chatting about life was a context that I really did not have any experience in. Well, French women don't compartmentalize their femininity. It's a part of them, no matter what context they're in. And shifting that, though, I have to say, for the, especially for those of you that have had a long corporate career, can be a huge shift. Because in America, corporate women often feel that they have to leave their femininity at home, right, in order to be taken seriously. 
And when you do that for 20, 30, or even 40 years, it's kind of hard to view yourself as anything close to a feminine woman without doing some work. And this is one of the things that we actually talk about or plan to talk about in the School of Joie de Vie. But in the meantime, I want you to all try to embrace your femininity, knowing that even though you have most likely a fabulous mind, a mind that can be strategic, scientific, analytical, etc., you are moving towards incorporating your femininity into every context that you live in. And you're really moving towards making that femininity a part of you, a core part of you. Number two, find joy in moments every single day. And I'm, I'm going to clarify what I mean by moments. That is the joie de vivre that every French person expects, almost as they're right. And they unconsciously look for this joy every day. Now, joie de vivre is roughly translated as the joy of life, but it refers to the present moment. It's not like a deathbed reflection. Did I experience joy in my lifetime? It's every single day and in specific moments and acknowledgement. Wow, this is joy. So what brought you joy today? And I want to ask you also, how are you figuring out ways to feel joy every day? This was hard for me too. I'll be very honest with you. One of my podcast guests, Wendy Harrop, who runs Phineas Wright House, stated in our podcast that she tries to choose to do things that delight her every single day. Now, Wendy does tours to France. She runs cooking classes. She has a B&B in her home along with raising her young daughter. So it's not like Wendy has zero stress. So her phrase stuck with me. Are you doing what delights you? I think this is very much a part of the joie de vivre that French people embrace because they truly believe that you should be doing something that delights you every single day. Now, for a French person or French woman, this doesn't have to be big. It can be a yummy meal made with seasonal ingredients, a lovely wine, a shared conversation with a friend, the perfect baguette or flower arrangement. But as Americans, we tend to buy into this idea that everything we do has to be big. And if it isn't big, it isn't worth talking about or celebrating. Maybe that is why we always say that the French are about the details because it's inside those details where the joy lives or the joie de vivre. So many of us, myself included, think we have to postpone joy until we achieve something significant. We say things like, I'm going to work really hard until I get, you know, to X level in my business. Or, you know, I'll be able to spend time on myself when I get the kids raised or when I retire from my corporate job. But ladies, I want to say enough of this kind of thinking. We're done with this. Instead, let's find joy in every single day. So ask yourself, what would delight me today? And remember, everyday joy is in the little things. It's that perfect cup of tea, a beautiful magazine, completing your facial exercises, 
having a massage, laughing with an Uber driver. That, my friends, is joie de vivre. Now, third, French women value themselves. And as a consequence, self-care is automatically a part of their daily habits. Self-care is much more than just working out so your body is fit. That's part of it, for sure, right? But it's also about taking the time for, you know, a facial mask that requires that you lie down on your bed quietly for 10 minutes, not looking at your phone, not watching television, nothing. It might be taking a bath or making a meal, a beautiful meal. Another self-care habit could be setting aside time each day as your creativity appointment. Those minutes when you let yourself daydream or imagine, sketch, dance, draw, whatever it is. Recently, I heard a, in a YouTube interview, actually, someone was interviewing Joe Malone. And Joe Malone shares that she sets aside 30 minutes each day to just let herself be creative, think, and to imagine possibilities. Now, for those of you who don't know her, Joe Malone created Joe Malone, the company, which she sold to Estee Lauder back when she was fighting breast cancer. But Joe, once she got healthy again, she started another company that she named Joe Loves. Check it out. It's very cool. Obviously, uh, Joe's a perfect example. Giving yourself creative time each day is a winning formula. Many of us, though, myself included again, have bought into the idea that spending time on self-care is selfish or even diva behavior. But ladies, not only have we earned the time for self-care, but if we had embraced the Parisian woman's view of self-care years ago, things might be a little different today. So it's never too late, right? If I go back and I look at those years, of, you know, raising my daughter who had dyslexia, auditory processing issue, you know, what did I do every day? Well, I gave up my tennis, which I absolutely loved. And instead, I replaced it by sitting in the car for hours after hours while I was driving my daughter to various different tutors. While I was in the car, what did I do? I read and I munched on junk. And then I would race home to make those homemade dinners that my husband loved, but he came home much later. So my daughter was typically already in bed practically by the time he came home. So I'd sat with him and I'd have dinner number two while he worked through his work issues of the day with me. Now, I never made the time for myself, and I think some of you can relate. As a result, I gained weight, both on my bum but also metaphorically, as I began to wear that heavy cloak of overdoing for others. Not good. And at this point in your life, the kids are grown, the corporate career is winding down, whatever it is, it is time to embrace new habits. Let's all let go of those self-sabotaging but super comfortable old habits and create new ones that support this, you know, this new idea of self-care that Parisian women, French women have so much a part of their natural sense of being. Make a list of how you spend your time each day. I think what will happen to you is that you will immediately see that those things that you need to change, 
those things you need to let go of so that you can make room for self-care as though you are a French woman. And I'm going to leave you today with something written by Wendy Cohen. Now, Wendy is just a superb writer. She publishes on Medium. And I think she actually just published her new book, but I thought this was perfect. This little piece was perfect for today's topic. And I'm going to end with this. And these are Wendy's words. Sometimes we are all given all the wrong rules. Sometimes we are all given all the wrong cautions. Too often we absorb all the wrong messages when the only really important message is to listen. What is your body, your heart, and your inner voice whispering to you? You can always choose to say yes. See you soon.